Welcome to GCAF Manila Podcast. Listen to God's Word on the go and on demand. Isang mapagpalang umaga sa lahat and we praise God for this another month na binigay sa atin ng Panginoon. Merry Christmas po! Ako na po unang babati marahil sa inyo ng maligayang Pasko po ngayong Uh, ngayong taon na ito, no? September na, we know, tayo mga Filipino, pag September na nga po, ay nagdiriwang na tayo ng Kapaskuhan. Marahil, nakikita nyo na po yung sa inyong mga memes, ano po, na meron pong taong gumaganito, no? lumabas na talaga siya. Whenever I see, <laughs> uh, whenever I see boys and girls, no? Now, today, I just want us to know, no? Gaano ba kahalaga ang liwanag no the light we're going to talk about that no yung shining light is so important and light light is also parang source of life to a lot of things dito sa mundo para sa halaman ang kanilang pagkain ay yung photosynthesis from light in fact No, we cannot get away doon sa necessity ng light. And sa iba po, no, they love this weather. Pag ganito po yung panahon, they feel masaya, they feel lively. At makikita rin natin itong weather na ito. Usually makikita sa mga karamihan pag summer sa tabi ng mga dagat. No? So namimiss na siguro ng marami mag-travel sa dagat ngayon. Pero alam nyo ba na nakaka-apekto po yung light uri ng liwanag like sa panahon sa emotion din ng tao. May mga scientific po na research that even the lighting itself, no, yung liwanag, yung dim can affect kung ano yung emotion na ating pong nararamdaman. Like for example, ano ang mood na ating nararamdaman pag ito po yung ating nakikita? Marami sa atin, alam na, ang mood pag nakikita ito ay masarap matulog, nakakatamad, o yung iba naman, nakakalungkot, no? o na, na, depressing. We call it, bakit gloomy ang weather? No? I remember Pastor Jetter nung pagdating niya sa Manila. Pastor, ganito talaga panahon dito sa Manila, parang laging gloomy. I don't know kung talagang laging gloomy o baka pollution lang yung pastor. No? Bakit kulang yung lighting dito? No? Compare doon sa mga probinsya, ano po? In fact, alam nyo ba na malaki ang investment ng mga you know, theater arts o yung mga nagpapalabas sa mga concert sa lighting? No? The, the first time na tayo po ay nag-install na itong mga cameras natin, akala ko camera lang yung mahalaga, may lighting pa pala. At nagulat ako nung nalaman ko yung presyo, how much yung kailangan para mapaganda ng gusto yung, yung dating. Ano po, at tumataging din po yung halaga. At yung forma ng bawat lighting dyan, pag makikita nyo po sa picture, yung parang concert type ng lighting, ay meron po yung emosyon na dinadala yung mga tao. Exciting ba? Uh, malungkot ba? O kaya naman lively? Naka, nakadepende yan kung anong klaseng liwanag no? yung ipapakita nila, pati yung uri ng kulay. Ano po? And then, eto po. Alam nyo po ba kung saan itong lugar na ito? Hong Kong. 
No? Light is also used para sa aesthetic use. Pagandahin yung lugar. Gawing lively. And perhaps ang una nating may isip pag ganito yung nakikita natin mga liwanag o maliwanag na syudad, makikita natin para may isip ng tao, masarap mag-invest, masarap pumunta, masarap tignan. No? So light is really has an impact ano po, sa ating mga buhay. And of course, hindi po papatalo ang Philippines. Meron pa tayong Paskuhan Village dito sa ating bansa. At makakita tayo ng iba't iba pong mga Christmas light. No? At pag nakita natin ito, nung ako bata, pag nakikita ko tong mga liwanag na ito, yung kumukuti-kutitap, ano po, ay natutuwa ako. Parang it's give me joy or happiness and even yung parang hopefulness na bakasyon na naman. I can see yung aking mga pinsan, I can see yung aking mga tita, tito, ang aking lola. No? Pag ikaw ay batang Filipino, ito yung naiisip mo pag nakikita mo itong mga Christmas light. Parang ang sayang tignan. Now, meron pong mas importanteng gamit ang liwanag. And that is to guide. To guide. Alam niyo po ba ang dahilan kung bakit ang mata ay nakakakita ay hindi lang dahil sa mata lamang the organ itself. Dahil po ito sa reflection ng liwanag. And the way we see things guides us kung ano yung ating ikikilos. The function of light, no? unang-una para sa mga seafarer, yung lighthouse, it is to guide them na malapit na yung dalampasigan. No? Dahil noon, wala, hindi ko alam ngayon, Pastor Jetro, ano yung updated, no? mga, siguro mga parang airport na rin, no? pero lighthouse pa rin ba? Hindi na, di ba? Lighthouse pa rin, no? Grabe yung technology na yan. Talagang lighthouse pa rin ang ginagamit ng mga seafarer. Doon naman sa mga airplane, yung mga airport paggabi ay talagang kailangan may liwanag para malaman ng airplane kung saan sila lalapag. In fact, even sa mga sa land base naman, sa mga ano tawag, mga mga kotse, meron pong mga liwanag no, doon sa sahig na dito po sa Taft Avenue, ang gandang tignan. Parang nung una kong nakita, nasa ibang bansa ba ako? Kasi may mga liwanag na po sa Taft Avenue na para sa division. And it guides us no, kung paano yung ating pagkakapantay-pantay o paano natin yung division ng road para maiwas tayo sa aksidente. Katulad po sa picture natin. Kailangan yan kasi bangin no, yung doon sa dulo. Pero yung isang napakagandang guide na nandyan na naturally are the stars. From the start, ano po, ang stars po ay ginagamit na po ng mga manlalakbay, like we call, meron pong tinatawag na the North Star to guide them for their direction. But that's not only the use of the stars in heaven. The stars in heaven guides us to our Creator. The stars in heaven shows that there is intelligence ano po, sa pag-create ng mundo and also there is beauty. Someone is an intelligent, is an, an intelligent, no? mayroon pong matalinong lumikha sa atin. You know what? Sabi po ng Daniel 12 to 3, 
And those who are wise shall shine like the brightness of the sky above. And those who turn many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. So yung stars, as guide, as beautiful as they are, the challenge this morning is that you can also shine and be a guide sa dark world na ito. The message this morning is entitled, Joy in Shining. Joy in Shining. Kaligayahan sa pagningning o pagliliwanag. Let us read our text this morning. In Philippians chapter 2, verse 12 to 18, the Word of God said, Therefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, so now, not only as in my presence, but much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling, for it is God who works in you, both to will and to work for His good pleasure. Do all things without grumbling or disputing, that you may be blameless and innocent, children of God without blemish in the midst of a crooked and twisted generation, among whom you shine as lights in the world, holding fast the word of life, so that in the day of Christ, I may be proud that I did not run in vain or labor in vain. Even if I am to be poured out as a drink offering upon the sacrificial offering of your faith, I am glad and rejoice with you all. Likewise, you also should be glad and rejoice with me. The challenge I want us to have and understand and do this morning is that let us shine as lights that bring the joy to the world. Shine as lights that bring the joy to the world. And that joy to the world is no other but Jesus. No? Pag Pasko, kinakanta natin, joy to the world, the Lord has come. Let's shine. Ano po? The question is, how can we shine in this generation? Paano tayo magniningning? Paano tayo magiging yung sinabi po ng Daniel that we, will, we are wise and we are lead many to righteousness so that we will shine as the stars, ano po, bright stars. I will give you three mula po sa salita ng Panginoon, no, based po sa ating nabasa on how we can shine in this generation. The first is, work out the impact of our salvation. The second is, work out your impact for the society. And the third is, work out the impact of God's Word in your life. So let's talk about the first step based po sa ating text ano po, on how we can shine in this generation. As we have said, the most important role of the light, bakit siya kailangan magliwanag is to give guidance, to guide, to let, to let the eyes see what is around, 
so that they will be able to process ano yung tamang action and decision they're going to do. So the first we need to do is to work out the impact of our salvation. No? I-work out natin kung ano po yung ginawa ng kaligtasan sa ating mga buhay. In verse 12 to 13, sabi po ng salita ng Panginoon, Therefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, so now, not only in my presence, but much more in my absence. Sinabi ni Apostle Paul, much more in my absence. Why? Kasi nga po, hindi na siya makapunta doon sa Macedonia or doon sa Philippi because he is currently on a house arrest. At hindi niya alam kung siya ba ay makakaalis pa ba sa pagiging house arrest o matutuluyan na ba siyang no, mamatay para alang-alang sa kanyang pananampalataya. Ang sabi po ni Apostle Paul, no, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. Now, I just want us to notice yung word na therefore. Therefore, ano yung, ano yung pinanggalingan yan? Ito yung preaching no, last Sunday uh, na pinreach po ni Pastor Jeter. This is about si Jesus, yung kanyang example on how we get our salvation. He obeyed God even to the point of death. He humbled Himself and become a servant to the point that He will obey even yung crucifixion na kamatayan. And then, ano yung nangyari kay Jesus Christ? He was highly exalted, given a name above every name that every knee should bow to Him. Now, that is also related, yung sinasabi po, na work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. What is that, no, exactly? No. Let's see kung ano po ibig sabihin. First, let's study the word salvation. Ang salita pong salvation o paglilig, uh, kaligtasan means a state of being delivered from destruction or a status of safety. In medical terms, it means nakaligtas sa kamatayan, no? yung pag-CPR, nakahinga ulit, o kaya naman ay gumaling mula sa sakit, no? na, nakakamatay na sakit. Yan po yung ibig sabihin din po niya, no? salvation. In theological terms, we know it na ito yung pagliligtas sa atin ng Panginoon. No? In our faith, spiritual terms, ito po tayo ay niligtas ng Panginoon. But I just want us to know that there are true, two truths, dalawa pong katotohanan tungkol sa kaligtasan po na ating natamo. Una po, nakatotohanan sa ating kaligtasan, tayo daw po ay na-justified. A believer sa Panginoong Jesus na naniwala sa ating Panginoon, siya po ay na-justified. This is a, a legal term. So, ano ibig sabihin na justified? Siya po ay napawalang sala. Nilitis at napawalang sala. Now, the term that I use, no, the simplest term to explain itong theological na katotohanan that we need to understand, yung justification na tayo po ay napawalang sala is already finished. Tapos na. Yung ating posisyon sa harap ng Diyos na tayo po ay perfect and blameless through the work of Christ is secured. 
We are declared righteous dahil tayo yung tumanggap ng ginawa ng Panginoon, the perfect work of, of Christ on the cross. And saan tayo niligtas? Salvation from hell. Okay? So yung justification, finished. Pangalawa po, nakatotohanan, we need to understand about our salvation is He is being sanctified. No? So dalawa pong magkasama yan, nakatotohanan, na, na, na nangyayari, nangyari at nangyayari sa atin. Ano naman itong sanctified? Tayo ay pinagiging banal. Progressive ito. Practically leveling up through cooperating with God's Spirit to transform us into the likeness of Christ. So this is not yet complete. It is progressing. Sabi nga ng word na ginamit po natin ito, you are leveling up na maging katulad ng ating Panginoong Jesus. San naman yung pagliligtas na ginagawa dito? Being saved from the enslavement and influence of sin. So, this is a picture no, na makikita, na paulit-ulit, nakikita natin na pattern sa Bible na complete but not yet complete. May ganyan eh. Or now and not yet. There is that. No? Pagbabasahin mo yun sa Bible. Yung, ito yung pangako ng Panginoon. Sigurado, ikaw na yan. Pero papunta ka pa dun. No? Now, in the same way, we are saved already from hell. So yung sinabi po ni Pablo that you're going to work out your own salvation is the process of becoming more and more like Jesus. The sanctification. Being sanctified. Kaya nga po, hindi lang po tungkol sa pagpunta sa langit ang kaligtasan natin. Kasama po dito yung progressive na ginagawa ng Diyos sa buhay natin na unti-unti niya tayong binabago. Transformation is also a package of the salvation na ating natamo sa Panginoon. But that is progressive. And we need to work it out. There is no such thing as passive Christian, para magbago siya. We need to cooperate doon po sa working ng Holy Spirit. Now, what does Paul mean in using the word salvation in the text? Ano exactly ba ito? Aralin natin ng gusto. Ano po? Kasi marami po yung parang nalilito dito. No? I-workout ko dapat, i-workout ko na maligtas ako sa impyerno ba yon? No. But in the influence of an enslavement sa kasalanan. So we will be free by living the abundant life na katulad ng pamumuhay ni Jesus. Sabi ni Paul in Philippians 1.19, no? babalik lang tayo ng konti. Ano po? The Word of God said, sabi, ni, sabi dito, For I know that through your prayers and the help of the Spirit of Jesus Christ, this will turn out for my deliverance. The deliverance here, Ano yung ibig sabihin nito? Is it, makaka-tawag makaka, na, mapapalaya ba siya sa pagiging, sa pagiging ano yun, in prison? I don't believe so because ang tono ni Pablo is like, I'm going to die. I know I'm going to die. Very soon. Now, the word this, ano yun this? Now, look at this. 
makinig po kayo ng mabuti kung ano yung sinasabi ni Pablo na eto gagamitin ng Diyos para ako ay ma-deliver. Alam nyo kung ano yun? The very imprisonment, the suffering he is experiencing, yan po yung meaning ng this. This is the very platform of God that I will be delivered. And from what? Let's continue in verse 20. At as it is my eager expectation and hope that I will not be at all ashamed, but that with full courage, now as always, Christ will be honored in my body, whether by life or by death. Now, it's so clear. What is the eager expectation and hope? What is that deliverance na gustong maranasan ni Pablo, gusto niyang mangyari sa buhay niya? That he will not be ashamed in the midst, in the face of great suffering na kanyang nararanasan. Now, are you getting the picture kung ano yung exactly na meaning ng work out your own salvation? Ano po? For Paul, the text really shows, the context really give us the clear na interpretation nito, it is to be not ashamed of Jesus, not to give up on our faith, not to coward in the face of suffering, but to be bold for Jesus. Whether you will live and continue, whether for Paul, whether he live and continue to suffer for the sake of the gospel, he will not be ashamed. Or whether he will die for the gospel, he will not be ashamed. Now, moving on. Balik tayo sa ating text, no? verse 12. Therefore, ito na sinabi ni, ni, ni Paul, My beloved, as you have always obeyed, so now, not only as in my presence, but much more in my absent, absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. What does it mean? Be like me. Be bold. Be courageous. Stand firm sa pananampalatayang meron ka sa Panginoon. To be delivered from being ashamed of the gospel in the face of difficulties. To be faithful to the Lord till the end who saved us from the penalty of our sins and secure us a place in heaven. What is your prayer? Prayers. At times, you are experiencing difficulties in this life. Have we ever prayed talaga sa Panginoon, Lord, make me faithful. I don't want to be those people na nag-coward in their faith. Sometimes, nakakalungkot isipin. Kahit yung mga magaganda ang kanilang gawain o magaganda yung kanilang you know, status sa buhay, ang dali nilang talikuran ang Panginoon. I remember, no, yung usapan namin last Sunday among our small group, from Pastor Vian, sabi niya yung isang speaker, si Joey Bonifacio, I think, 
nagsabi na yung danger of cool and pop culture ng Philippine churches or Christianity na parang cool na yung maging Christian. Uso na, trending na. No? Magandang tignan in compared to the persecuted ano po, na mga, mga Christians. Kaya, it's not about, hindi po talaga totoo na persecution, kahirapan, ang nagpapahina ng pagiging Kristiyano. It's our affection. Is our affection sa Panginoon or our, or the comfort of this flesh. Because clear, sa Bible na makita natin kay Paul, yung salvation niya is not mawala yung mga problema niya, but that in the midst of the problem, I will continue to be bold and faithful for my Lord. Now, let's talk about with fear and trembling. Kasi pag unang babasahin mo, the first look, pag babasahin mo, eh di ba, siguro yung with fear and trembling kasi nakasalala yung kaligtasan ng kaluluwa mo dito, hindi po yun ang ibig sabihin nun. Let's look at it. In verse 13, sabi, For it is God who works in you, both to will and to work for His good pleasure. You know what it means? In application, it's surrender and dependence. How can we do that? No? Kasi yung clear dito, it is God. Sabi ni Paul, ito yung clarifying statement niya. Work out, but you know, it is God who is going to work in you, to will and to work para sa kanyang kalooban. It's surrender and dependence. How can we do that? Una, work out the impact of our salvation by total surrender to God's will. Just like Apostle Paul. Ano po? He was imprisoned. He is having an... Uh, premonition perhaps, or pakiramdam na marapit na siyang mamatay. At ano ang kanyang attitude? Whether I live or not, I count it gain if I live or die for Jesus. I surrender to God's will. And I really use the word work out. Why? You know, surrendering to God's will is not passive. Passive. It's hard work. You're going to put your flesh to death. Yung self-will mo na, yung, yung preferences mo sa buhay, yung, yung sarili mong kagustuhan, you are going to mortify it. Yung sa King James Version, mortify or kill it. And it requires hard work. It's not a one-time, big-time deal. The Lord, I surrender to you. It's a daily thing. And even Jesus, sa kanyang prayer, sabi, you pray like this. No? Let your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Deliver me from evil. It's a daily work. Work it out. That we are being aligned to the will of God. Another application, no? Work out the impact of our salvation. Ano ibig sabihin nun? By total dependence to God's power. Surrender and dependence. Ano yun? Sabi na salita ang Panginoon, it is God who both, ano yun? It is God who work 
and both to will to work ano po ang Diyos kapangyarihan ng Diyos ang tumutulong sa atin para tayo ay lalong mag mag, mag align sa will niya and we can only do that also through the power of God dependence to God's power Grabe no the paradox of you work out mo pero you're going to work out yung pagdepend mo parang you work out mo actively yung pagdepend mo sa Diyos Ba Really It's not passive It, it kumaga intense nga ito and it requires intentionality to depend on God's power even pag na-promote ka sa work, one of our you know, members in the church na-promote, hindi, parang feeling niya hindi niya kaya. Sabi ko, sabi, sabi, ang encouragement ko, not by your own might, depend on God's power. God is the one who put you in that position. He is going to provide you with the strength you need para ma-perform mo yung kailangan mong magawa ayon sa kanyang kalooban. We need to work it out. Surrender and dependence. Sabi ni Oswald Chambers, if you are faced with the question or whether or not to surrender, make a determination to go on through the crisis. Surrendering all that you have, all that you are to Him, and God will then equip you to do all that He requires you. Yan yung perfect po na surrendering and dependence. You know, surrendering and depending on God totally makes you outshine whatever darkness you may be experiencing right now. Those who outshine their circumstances inspire people to see that hope really exists. And it can only be found in the source of the light that makes us outshine the darkest hour, hour of our lives, and that is Jesus. The light of the world. The light of the world. Outshine whatever darkness you may be experiencing right now by surrendering and depending on God. That is how we can work out our salvation. The second ano po, point, now how can we shine in this generation is to work out your impact for the society. As we have said, people are looking for guides in this dark season ng buong mundo. Pandemic time. A lot is experiencing ano yung, gan, yung, yung mental fatigue. Where can they find, you know, some sense of hope? TikTok lang, no? TikTok na sayaw-sayaw lang. Although walang masama, no? Wag lang ma- wag lang mahalay. But, tayong mga mananampalataya ang dapat magpakita. The only way to survive whatever problem meron tayo is when we are totally surrendered and dependent to God. And that's why we need to also show that so that our impact, we can work out our impact for the society. The Word of God said in 4, 5, verse 14 to 15, Do all things without grumbling and dispu- or disputing. Diba? Pagka in the face of hardship. Ito na mga tao. 
Grumble, grumble, grumble. Away, away, away. No? Sa pamilya, pag may crisis, ganyan nangyayari. Grumbling and disputing. That you may be blameless and innocent, children of God, without blemish in the midst of a crooked and twisted generation among whom you shine as lights in the world. There was a story. No? There was a man na nagbabiyay siya and suddenly yung nasa harap niya na kotse, no? nasa traffic light sila, nandun sila sa intersection at nag-green na, no? nag-green na yung traffic light pero yung nasa harap niya, napansin niya parang nakatingin sa cellphone uh, parang nagte-text and then nung nakita na nung driver na parang uh, na parang antagal ha, binusinahan niya and suddenly nag Nung umandar na yung nasa harap niya na kotse, nakagreen pa, nung siya na yung pwedeng tumawid, nag-red light na. So yung, yung, yung tao na ito, yung driver na sumunod na kotse, galit na galit. Bip-bip ng bip-bip. Binuksan yung, yung, yung window, tapos kung ano-anong sinisenyas, no? alam naman natin kung ano yung sinisenyas, na minumura yung unang nakakotse. And then suddenly, no, during the, yung, may lumapit sa kanya. Pulis. Sabi ng pulis, Sir, bumaba ka sa kotse. Bakit? Anong violation? Bumaba ka, sir. And then, dinala sa presinto at kinulong siya. Eh, yung may kasalanan. Habang ano, habang siya dinala, hindi naman ako may kasalanan eh. Wala naman ako vinayolate. Bakit niyo ako kinukulong? And then suddenly, nung siya'y nakakulong, pinalaya siya after mga two hours, dinala doon sa desk, at yung police ay nag-sorry, sabi, sorry, meron pong misunderstanding, sir. Kasi akala namin, kinarnap mo yung kotse. Kasi yung likod ng kotse mo, ito yung mga makikita, if you died tonight, will you be in heaven or hell? Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved. The fool at set in the sar, no? yung mga sticker no? about na ikaw ay kristyano, pero sir, parang akala namin talaga kasi yung kinikilos mo parang kriminal. Kaya akala namin, ninakaw mo yung kotse, pero ikaw po pala talaga yung may-ari, sir. No? Nakakaya kung tinanong, saan ang church mo? Sa GCAF Manila. Now, ano yung point? Ano po? Ito yung sinasabi ng verse. Na, you know, sabi ni, ito yung original na nag-story nito, no? version ko na yan, pero ito yung nag-story nito. Most people aren't stupid. As someone once said, they don't care but about how much we know until they know how much we care. If our actions and lifestyle don't line up with our faith profession, Maybe we should be arrested indeed. Bakit? For false advertising. That's what Will Rich Rosho said. As I've said, being a Christian is not being passive. We need to work it out. Our impact for the society. We are called to shine, not to shun the light of Jesus. How can we work out our impact for the society? First, we see the world we live in. Sabi na salita ng Panginoon, the world we live in is crooked. 
morally bended and twisted. Making wrong right and making right wrong. Hindi ba yan yung nangyayari ngayon? Therefore, they badly need the light that guides. They badly need the light that guides. We need to look at the people of the world the way Jesus sees them. How do you see people? Especially pag-traffic. No? Pag-traffic siguro, ang tingin mo, may kotse nasa harap ko, dapat ako mauna. No? O pag nasa freeway, nasa expressway. Freeway, no? America. No? Expressway. NLEX, SLEX. No? Parang nakikipag-racing. Oh, dapat ako lagi mauna. No? Ganun ba yung patakbupas? And then, five days ko bumiyay, so dahan-dahan yun, dahan-dahan yung kay Pastor Jeter. Now, how do we see people? You know, Jesus see them with compassion because there is eternal, or there are eternal consequences of the crookedness and twistedness of their ways unless they will be pointed to the saving truth of Jesus. Let's not just say, ang sama ng mga tao ngayon. Tingnan natin. Kailangan nila ang liwanag ni Jesus. Kailangan nila si Jesus. Second, show the light, the light to the world we live in. Sabi po, do all things without grumbling or disputing. Wow, related talaga, no? Yung, yung humility ni Jesus. Yung life ni Apostle Paul, nakakulong na, pero hindi niya siya nagrireklamo sa circumstances, pinagpe-pray pa niya na in the face of this, I will still be faithful, I will still represent Jesus in the best way I can. In verse, in verse 15, that you may be blameless and innocent children of God without blemish. Now, what is grumbling? What is grumbling? Alam mo yung grumbling is, yung, yung word nito is mutter. Mother means, or mother, sabi, ano ba yan? Ba't ganito nangyayari? Bakit ako na naman? No? It's like, ngayon, yung daughters namin, tinuturuan na namin mag-help sa amin sa bahay, pinaguhugas namin ng plato, minsan inuulit namin, basta kailangan nilang matuto, kahit ulitin namin to create, you know, the, the, the value in them, they need to contribute no, sa bahay. Pag maguhugas na yung isa sa kanila, I don't like to wash dishes. I will be, you know, I will become wet. I, will, I don't want it. Maybe later. That's grumbling. How do you respond in times of pressuring season? The world is seeing us. How do we respond? Nagagrumble na ba tayo? Ano ba yan, Lord? Bakit ganito? Ano ba yan si ganito? Ano ba yan yung gobyerno? Ano ba yan? Are we disputing? Nagaaway na tayo? No? O nagiging palaaway? Sabi ng salita ng Panginoon. Do all things. Hindi nabi, do some things. No? Parang, do the things you want without grumbling. Of course, madali yun. Sabi, all things na ginagawa mo. Paglilingkod sa Panginoon. Especially. No? We need to be reminded. 
This is the practical, no? Ito na yung application talaga on how we can impact, especially in this time na puro maraming self-entitled, puro reklamo ang ginagawa. Na tayo ay nakakitaan ng kaibahan na hindi tayo nariringgan ng pagrereklamo kundi ng pananalangin ng may pagpapakumbaba na anuman ang kalooban ng Diyos, yun nawa ang mangyari. Our attitude shows our affection to God. It's not about whether you are singing dito, no, yung praise and worship, no. Kawawa na yung praise and worship sila kasi sila lang yung kumakanta dito, no. Hindi naman po sa kanila yung may attitude, ano po. Lahat na lang tayo, no. Isipin natin. It's not about may merong ka, nakikita ka ba sa stage, nagpe-preach ka ba, yung ating attitude yung tinitignan, ano po, nakikita at very powerful na testimony sa mundo. The world don't care on how much you know, di ba? But how much you care. Or actually, they want to see if what we believe affects our attitude. Because the truth of the matter is, yung ugali natin nagpapakita ng pagmamahal natin sa Diyos. Look at Apostle Paul. Ano yung ugali niya? Look at the Lord Jesus Christ, the example of Christ. In the times of great hardship, He became obedient to the point of death. Lastly, work out the impact of God's Word in your life. We cannot do the surrendering and dependence and work out the impact of salvation unless we know kung ano talaga yon at ano yung process na nangyari yun or and na, ang effect is gratefulness. No? We cannot work out yung impact natin in, in, in this world kung you know, ang basis lang natin is motivational na mga, mga words and not the very truth from God's Word. If we want to work out yung ating pagliwanag sa mundo, let's work out yung impact ng salita ng Diyos sa buhay natin. Because this is what Apostle said. In the face of suffering, ang bilin niya sa mga, po, sa mga Philippian believer, holding fast to the word of life. I like rather the word holding forth. Yung translation na holding forth means not just embrace it, but move forward. Apply the word of God. Do it, no? So that in the day of Christ, pagdating ng Panginoon, I may be proud that I did not run in vain or labor in vain. So Paul exactly knew ano ang kailangan ng mga mananampalataya to continue o ng mga tao to continue on shining in the midst of difficulty. The Word of God. How can we work out the impact of God's Word? First, of course, know the Word of God. Read and meditate it. Develop Bible reading habit. How is your Bible reading? No. I believe it is true. Pag may times na pag matagal ka nang hindi nakakabasa ng Bible, ang iyong salita ay affected. Nagiging reklamador. Nagiging, tawag doon, palaaway. Kasi hindi nare-remind ano yung pangako ng Diyos, ano yung plano ng Diyos, ano yung 
kayang gawin ng Diyos. Read and meditate it. Develop a Bible reading habit. Second, be the lips of the Word of God. Be the lips. Your life and your lips dedicated to declare the truth of God's Word. No. Alam niyo po sa Kristiyano, wala pong secret agent. Kasi sinabi talaga ni Jesus Christ, Let your light so shine before men. Sinabi pa nga niya, Do not hide your light, that is foolishness. Kung tinitignan niyo po natin ang ating sarili, I should say na secret agent, blow your cover and be identified. Because we need people, need lips. And also, lips with a life that is dedicated na ipakita ang katotohanan ng salita ng Diyos. Sabi nga ng Romans, how can they know without hearing? And how can they hear without sending someone to preach on them? Lastly, do the Word of God. Know, be, do. Do the Word of God. Apply it in your life. Truth applied is more important than just knowing the truth itself. Sabi nga ni Edmond Chan, it's not the truth that transforms, it's the truth that is applied, that transforms a life. Sino po sa atin dito yung baka Coca-Cola? O kaya naman, sino sa inyo? Pepsi. Ayoko milti, alam ko marami sa church, majority milti na, no? ibang, ibang kategory. Sino po dito Pepsi or, or Coca-Cola? Marami, majority ano po? You know, sabi po ng Coca-Cola, isa sa mga goal niya, our goal is to make every person on earth to at least have a taste of Coca-Cola. Wow! That is 100 years ago, na, para ito yung goal nila. Have a taste of Coca-Cola. Natikman niyo na po ba ang Coca-Cola? No, wag niyo po masyadong damihan, madiabetes, tikman lang, tikim-tikim lang. Ano po, mga isang litro, ganun yung joke lang. Ang sarap, di ba? No? Alam niyo po ba, noong 2017, 97% of the world have heard about Coca-Cola? Amazing! Kahit yung mga mahihirap na bansa, heard about Coca-Cola. 2017 po ito. 72% of the world have seen a Coke product. And 51% of the world have tasted a Coke product. You know, they are just here about around 100 plus years pa lang ang Coca-Cola. How about Christians? 2,000 years How many unreached people groups still have 0% influence? Or even, there is no known influence of Christian in their nations. Have you ever asked and wondered how many in the world have tasted Jesus in their lives? How many percent in the world have heard Jesus in their lifetime? What am I doing to be part of the campaign to light the whole world 
about the truth of Jesus. Masarap ang Coke. Yes. Matamis. May hagod. Tapos, pero pag marami kang Coke, ni ba kayo napagtaka? The more na uminom ka ng Coke, parang nauuhaw ka pa rin. Ladies and gentlemen, mga minamahal sa Panginoon, we have Jesus that whoever is going to taste Jesus, who's going to drink, ano po, yung katotohanan about Jesus, will never thirst again. We have a better product than Coca-Cola. A better person than, than those who are in Coca-Cola. I have nothing against them. But I just want to drive a truth. We will not be proud on the number when it comes to percentage of our influence. Are you shining for Jesus? These statistics should challenge us. It's time for us to shine for Jesus. Mga mananampalataya, I challenge you. Get in the game. Don't be passive. Don't be a secret agent Christian. There's a world who needs to hear Jesus in their lifetime. There's a world who is suffering. And even here, there are neighbors who need to hear the word of God. And the truth about the salvation na ibibigay ng Panginoon. What are we doing? What are we doing? Time to shine for Jesus. Sabi ni Paul, because Paul is shining for Jesus season out of season. Ito sabi niya. Even if I am to be poured out as a drink offering upon the sacrificial offering of your faith, I am glad and rejoice with you all. And likewise, you also should be glad and rejoice with me. Bakit ganyan si Paul? Bakit kahit mamamatay siya, he is rejoicing. Kahit nagsasuffer siya, he is rejoicing because he is living with a cause na may eternity ang impact. Do you want to have that kind of joy? Get in the game and shine for Jesus. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you for your word. We thank you for the challenge. Lord, every time we pray during our prayer meeting, we are always encountering people groups without any influence, without any local church, even a Christian. Zero percent Christian. And a lot of us, nagre-reklamo na kami, Lord, pag inconvenient yung work namin, nabawasan yung savings namin because of pandemic. At ano ba talaga yung buhay namin? It is to be an offering to you. Lord, revive your people, revive us to align our will to your will. Help us, O oh God. We pray this in the name of your Son, Jesus. Amen. Join the GCAF Manila community on Facebook and other social media platforms for more. Together, let's continue to obey beyond borders. Music